the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hebrews 10, verses 32 through 39, tell us the just shall live by faith. Who are the just? And what does it mean to live by faith? We're answering those questions coming up next. Living for Jesus, that is the goal and desire of everyone who claims Christ as their Savior, yet at times it can be challenging. So just exactly what does living for Jesus look like? Well, the author of Hebrews in chapter 10, verses 32 through 39, tell us that the just shall live by faith. We'll take a look at this in depth today here on Truth For Today with Pastor Phil Howard. We invite you to join us, won't you? Again, Hebrews 10 is where we catch up with Pastor Phil on today's broadcast of Truth For Today. How do we know Jesus isn't a phony and a fake? Well, John 5 is a good place to start. He said, anything the Father can do, I can do. Try that, false messiahs. Now, the beast in Revelation 13 tries that. He said he was wounded unto death, but he revived so He pawns off on the world, I came back from the dead. And the earth will wonder after the beast in Revelation 13, the Antichrist of the last days. But Christ comes along and says, hey, if the Father judges, I can judge. If the Father can raise the dead, so can I. Follow me around. I raise up dead people. I tell demons and they scat. I have to tell them to shut up about who I am because they want to tell the whole neighborhood, you're dealing with God. This is not a false Messiah. This is really God. He said, be quiet. I'm not allowing you even to speak. You're going to get me killed before the cross. Shut up. I don't need you rebel angels telling everybody who I am. My works will testify that I've come to represent the Father to do his works. I'm no false Messiah. That's why you need to read the gospel. I claim to be Messiah. Line up all your Messiahs. Line them up. Turn water to wine. Raise the nit widow of Nain's son. Let a leper touch you and get well. Walk on the waters of Galilee. Feed thousands of people with a loaf and a few fish. Go ahead. Emulate me. Go ahead, Muhammad. Try it. Go ahead, Buddha. Try it. Try all you pagan philosophers. You can't duplicate what I did. It's on record. I gave you a record. This is who I am. This is the one I'm telling you to put your faith in. Not mist, not fog, not I, I, I'll create my own God. And you know what? Here's idolatry. Watch this in idolatry. We, we get out a log. Read Isaiah 40, Isaiah 43. And we chop it, chop it, and get this. We take this part of the log. It's kind of winter months. Let's build a fire. Oh, that feels good. Let's take the other part of the tree and carve the God. We're going to say created everything, 
Uh, please give us rain. Uh, give us fertility. Give us children, animals. Uh, and Isaiah said, why don't you talk to it? Hey, hey, you, you, shoo, shoo. Let's take Elijah and the prophets of Baal. They said, we'll pray. They said, you need to pray more. Go ahead and pray. It may really pay off. All day, they danced on the fire. They cut themselves. They screamed. And then Elijah steps up. He said, start pouring water on the wood. <laughs> what? Yeah, pour water. Would you fill it? They put so much water, it ran in all the gutters around it. Oh, you don't have a chance. Watch. I serve the God that answers by fire. God, show them who you are. <laughs> and kills 400 prophets of Baal besides a barbecue. I mean, like that. Over here, Isaiah said, you got a God that can't see, a God that can't hear. Isaiah 46 said, your God can't even walk. You've got to carry him around, Baal and Marduk. What are you carrying your gods? Well, Israel, when was the last time you carried me? I carried you on eagle's wings out of Egypt. I flew you out on my wings. My people don't carry me. I'm a burden-bearing God. I'm not a burden. He said in Isaiah 1, you have wearied me with all your sacrifices. You've wearied me with all your holy days. He said, you give all the God sacrifices, and the only thing you give me is your sins. I've carried you all day. So we got over here. Please, please, Marduk, please, Osiris, the God of Egypt. Osiris, kind of a humorous thing. It was believed in Egyptian mythology that the blood veins of Osiris was the Nile River. God said, you think it's blood. We'll go out and get a drink from the Nile. Turn to blood. Ten gods fell in the ten plagues. Each one of those plagues represented another god of Egypt. And God said, there's going to be a battle between the gods of Egypt and the god of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And you watch, I'm going to give you all the flies you can stand, all the frogs you can sleep with, and all the blood you can drink. I'm the god that's going to part a Red Sea, and I'm going to show you the gods of Egypt cannot stand up to me. I want the nations to know who I am. This is the god we put our faith in, not a mythological made-up god. We've got records. We've got records. We've got records. We've got prophets. We've got miracles on record. That's why the devil doesn't want you to study this Bible. He doesn't want you to know it. This is the record of God about his own conduct. He's revealed himself. Don't be trying to get dreams and visions. What would you do with them? Television is all you can stand. You need this. This is the word of God. Well, I, I just don't get around to it. It's no wonder you're full of doubt and fear. Your empty heart is full of emptiness. And when you don't have time to hear him, it's like saying, I don't have time to look at her picture anymore. You know when I first got that high school picture when we got to going together? I looked at it three times a day. 
said, man, I can't wait till we get married. Now I can't even find it. Where is it? Maybe it's faded love. I don't know. But uh, some country boy made some money off of that. Do you ever look in God's photograph book? Got any pictures of it? Now, now let me, uh, Calf, come in and help me. Uh, you look like an atheist. Come here. You're my atheist right now, but you got a Ph.D. in molecular chemistry astrophysics. That's a sit down, son. Okay? We're both in this room. I want to ask you, what chair are you sitting in when you look out? If you're, in, if you're this brilliant scientist over here, let's say we're both in a room. All the curtains are drawn. And we've got to stay there for a week. They slip food underneath the door. I have to, happen to be just a normal bumpkin kind of guy. But I believe the Bible. I believe Christ is my Savior. And all I really got to go on is Scripture. You know, fundamentalist, literalist, right-wing, Appalachian mentality. Just good enough to dig coal. But this guy is brilliant. He's gone to Cambridge, Harvard, Oxford, and and joined Scientology. You know, he 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 he's he's brilliant. This guy's out there. And, and we take a week since he knows how to use microscopes, how, knows how to diagnose and break down things to chemical makeup. And we're in this room for a week. He breaks down everything in it. He examines. He tells me what the curtains are made of. He's got formulas for everything. This and that. I mean, it's absolutely brilliant. He starts rattling off to me. It's made up of, let's say, you know, H956-39X. Woo, that's brilliant. I don't know what it means, but that's marvelous. (laughs) Wow, what a formula. What a mathematician you are. You got every angle in this room figured out. You've written books on this room. And after a week, he publishes, this is all there is. And on the seventh day, I simply say, wait there, PhD. (laughs) Pull back the curtains, and the moon happens to be out. He'd never seen that because the curtains were closed. And then we wait there until the morning. The sun comes out. He said, where did that come from? I said, you mean it wasn't in the room? No, it wasn't. Look at all these planets out here. You don't even know. Those are stars. You didn't know that wasn't in your study, was it? No, because it wasn't in the room. It wasn't in the room. You could just write about what's in the room, okay? And you... I'm impressed. I don't know what's in the room. I'd say curtain, wood, floors, and, you know, uh, and you. And I, I can't even break down your chemical makeup. In it. I, I'm just kind of a dummy about this stuff. But I know that's the moon. And we call that the sun. And, and there's something. Wow. You see, he's in the first story, 
And in the first story, you can even see stars, moon, and sun, and be brilliant. Oh, my, these math. I mean, it's uh, to get us to the moon. You think we've not got, have we made it to any other planet? Have we made it to Mars? Not with people. Okay. I mean, there's quite a bit out there we've never got to yet. And it's fascinating. But in this seat of naturalism, he's in the seat. Everything is just measurable. And, and you see, there's three heavens in the Bible. Did you know that, Prof? No, you don't. You're supposed to say no. Nope. <laughs> well, see, there, there's two heavens you can see. The first ones we call the atmosphere. You see it by day. That's the atmosphere. The second heaven is the stratosphere. You see it at night. Stars, moon. The third heaven is where God's throne is, and you can only see it by faith. And I'm a people of faith. I believe what God's re- He said there's a third heaven, and he's sitting above the earth, the circular of it. And so I said, uh, let me give you an example. Uh, go out and get the morning paper in not Dothan. Go out and get it, boy. He goes out, comes back, says, wow. We're surrounded by the Syrian army. They're getting ready to kill us. It's curtains. Elisha wakes up. The boy's a wreck. He's giving him volume. (laughs) And he says, come with me, son. And he goes out and says, Lord, touch his eyes. And all of a sudden, he says, The hills are full of the chariots of God. They're full of angelic beings. Did you see that the first time? No, no. I, I'm sitting in the chair of naturalism. You can't see the unseen world. And then you come out here, man of faces. He comes back in the tent and says, son, it's okay. We got them outnumbered. All the armies of heaven are lined up, and they eliminate Syria in a day. Yeah, one man, one man could put to flight a thousand. And, and, and then, just like, let's pick on him some more. You get the disciples in Mark 4. They're on the Sea of Galilee. They're afraid. The storm comes up. And all of a sudden, might have been Peter. James said, I see a ghost. Have you ever seen what you call the ghost? Was really Jesus. And Jesus shows up, hey, dummies, it's not a ghost, it's me. It's me. I walk on water. What's a ghost going to do for you? I think. Then go to chapter 6 of Mark. He's just fed 5,000. He just fed 4,000, if you read chapter 4 and 5. And now he's in the boat with the men. And guess what? They get into a little scuffle. And you know what they fuss about? Get this. Get this. They're worried to death that they have no bread on board. We don't have any bread. You dummies, you're traveling with the bread maker. Designed the plants to make it grow. You just, that's why I couldn't let him get down. You're taking over the sermon. You got it. 
Thank you, naturalist. Uh, and, and here we are, people of faith. Well, well, I can't see the bread. I can't see the money. I can't see this. And he's going to say in chapter 11, 1, you know, faith lets you count as substance things you can't even see. For by faith, we understand the world was made by the Word of God. By faith. See, if you got a God our size, there's no problem believing he made something that big. Tell me what makes the most sense to you. The chair of the naturalist, which if you go and get a degree in science at Cal or any of our secular schools, are going to say, and I hope I'm fair, I want to try my best to be, that creation, matter, what we have today, what we can see and test, is the product of, uh, let's see, time plus space plus chance plus an impersonal beginning. Is that fair? There's no one back there. No one's back there. And a good, trained, educated mind knows that's, that's the truth. Because we've got empirical, scientific proof nobody was back there. I'm sorry, honey, Kodak wasn't around that many billion years ago. Your imagination was back there but not empirical, observable facts. Okay? Now you come over here as fundamentalists who are crazy enough to believe that the first three chapters of the Bible, Genesis, God spoke and did not stutter. He said, in the beginning, God created. And you said, that can't be. Uh, That is a Jewish myth made up to counteract other pagan theories of origins. That is simply a Jewish bias, and they wrote it in the Jewish Bible, and it's a Jewish made-up myth and genealogy. Well, if you don't understand it, God knew you'd need more information, so he tells you what he did on each day. The first day, I did this. The second day, I did that. The third day, the fourth day, Fifth day, I made a gorilla, and on the sixth day, I made you. That, that, that is, in this view, there's no personal beginning. You've got to have a gorilla in there somewhere. That's our ancestry. Come on, come on. Be scientific. Quit being Bible thumpers. Quit acting stupid here. Be scientific. I've got to have them on the fifth day because I show up on the sixth. Said no, 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 no grill on the fifth day. Fifth day is exactly what he wants. He makes man in his own image. Now this is why prejudice, chauvinism, racism, anything that devalues any part of humanity made in the image of God is great sin. Do you, you mean the man's color will determine how you give him worth? A gender of a person will determine how you treat him? She's a woman. We dare not pay her well. Total prejudice, total chauvinism. It's wrong. It violates the image we're made in. 
You may think they're ugly and worthless. Don't mess with the Creator's humanity. His mark is all over human beings. We are set apart. So, we ask, are you walking moment by moment by faith now in God's Word and God's plan? I want to close with this, that uh, in Romans 6, he says, as we used to offer our members unto unrighteousness that led to sin, we should begin by faith, yielding ourselves to Christ. And Romans 7 says something beautiful. Romans 7 says that Christ is the bridegroom of the church, and we are the bride. And he says, we were made his bride so that he could bear his fruit through us. Now, now remember, this fruit here happens to be offspring, not grapes like John 15, the branches and the vine. This is, as I yield my life to Christ, my heavenly bridegroom, and as his bride, he bears his children through me. And the only thing I've got to do is be walking by faith and keep making myself available to Christ by faith. And you know what the miracle is? As you keep by faith offering God your body, I'm in the arms of my bridegroom. I'm here to bear your children. I'm here to be intimate with you and to bear your likeness in a fallen world. We become like Mary when the angel came down to her and said, Mary, the Son of God is going to be born out of your womb. And he said, what seems impossible with man will be possible with me. Now watch this beautiful truth. God asked her permission for, I'm not trying to be vulgar, he wouldn't rape her. You remember what she said? I am your servant. Do what you will. My body's yours. Even my womb. Whatever you want to do with me, Lord, is all right with me. Your Lord. And then God does something in this active, passive relation. Look, she actively gives God permission. My body is yours to do whatever you want. Guess what? She didn't have the power to get pregnant. She's a young Jewish virgin girl. But said, you said, you said this is what you do. You've got to provide the power. I just provide the body. This is called active, passive cooperation. Here, Lord, you said you'd bear your fruit through me. You got me. You're, you're the power. I don't know how to bear a baby and remain a virgin. But that's all up to you. You made the promise. You said, the, you know what? And you don't know how God could take the kind of life you've lived and where you've been and how low down and how far you were that God now wants to bear his fruit through your body. You're his bride. He's waiting you to have the walk of faith. It says, moment by moment, take me, use me. My life is not my own. I yield to my heavenly bridegroom. Bear your fruit through me. Are you bearing fruit or have you become barren? 
Are you walking by faith? I cannot tell you how many believers, the last time they believed God was when they got saved. They haven't hardly lived by faith since. It's been doubt all the way. Doubt, 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 doubt. Can you, can you, worry, worry. When will you believe him? My righteous ones live by faith. That's what we ought to be known for. Believing him for the future, which is called hope. Believing him for the now. That's yielding my life to his impossible to describe power. I just do the yielding. He does the enabling. And this is Truth For Today with Pastor Phil Howard. Our time today spent in God's Word to encourage you to bring you truth for today. If you have questions or comments about our time together, we would invite you to write to us. You can either visit our website and drop us an email, write to us via U.S. mail, or give us a call. Another way to reach out to us with your questions would be to simply record them on your voice memo app on your smartphone and then email that audio to tftquestions at valleybible.org. Our phone number is 855-833-9864. Our website, truthfortodayradio.org. And if you're writing to us, the address is 1511 M. Sycamore Avenue, Suite 278, Hercules, California. The zip code is 94547. If you have questions about the ministry of Truth For Today and how we are funded to air on this radio station. We would love to talk with you. We are listener-supported, quite simply. And no gift is too small, no gift is too large. Whether it's a one-time gift or a monthly gift, it all goes back into the radio ministry, ensuring that it airs on this radio station. So would you consider that as you reach out to us here at Truth For Today? And then we invite you to come back and join us next time for another broadcast of Truth For Today with Pastor Phil Howard. 